Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's have a chat about grandmas and how I want one so bad. (laughs) Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day, as I said in my intro and also as I said in my intro um today we're going to be talking about grandmas and I'm going to share with you guys like one of my deepest heart's desires which is I really want a grandma you know what I mean and in order to explain why I want one so bad I have to explain the whole story you know what I mean so I wouldn't want a grandma if I didn't have a grandma you know what I mean? That's that's where you have to first start. Like, I wouldn't be wanting something that I don't have. So that's where we're going to start at the fact that I do not have grandmas. And then not only do I not have grandmas, I don't have grandmas with close relationships because this is a note that I want to put out. You know, this is for me. You can have a title. You can have blood relation or marriage relation, whoever, however. But for me, the way that I categorize like family and relationships is whether or not I am close to you. That's how I'm considering you family or not. So someone can be a grandma all day, but if I don't have a relationship with you, if I'm not close to you, you're a grandma, but you're not a grandma. You're not a Grammy if you are not, you know, if we're not close like that. So what I truly desire is a grandma, but not only a grandma, but a Grammy, like someone who I can have that close relationship to. And unfortunately, the grandmas that I was gifted biologically, they have all passed away. And so I didn't have, I feel as though I didn't have adequate amount of time or the opportunity to be able to really grasped on and experienced that Grammy experience like I hear so many people in their stories about their grandmas and how you know like oh my gosh growing up you know I can always rely on my grandma like when you think of the word grandma what do you think of with like the feelings that are associated with grandmotherhood what do you think of I think of love warmth compassion nurturement I mean comfort all of the above like when I think of grandmas I think of someone who's going to go and bat for you like someone who's is gonna have your back no matter what she's gonna give you the wisdom that you need the encouragement that you need the love that you need the whatever it is the teaching she gonna discipline you she might have to whip you it depends on your behavior like that is what I think of when I think of a grandma And again, I don't think that that necessarily has to be like biological blood related. I just think that whoever feels that spot feels that spot normally is someone who is like blood related. But at the end of the day, whoever feels the spot feels the spot. And so that's what I have been longing for all my life. Like I wish that I had the opportunity to say I have a grandma and like, a Grammy like I wish I had the opportunity to flex on other people by bragging about my grandma and I cannot do that and I'm mad I'm mad that I cannot talk about my grandmas and say what my grandmas did and what they didn't do because 
they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. And I am mad about that. I want a grandma so bad. You know what I mean? Like, I know this is like not that serious, but at the same time, it's serious. Because if you had a good grandma, you would know why I want one too. You know what I mean? And so let's just talk about it. Let's talk about the family tree. Let's get into the tea of it, okay? So let's talk about my mother's side first, Miss Diane. So my mother... Her biological mother actually passed away when she was at a very young age. And so that was, I'm not going to call it a mixed opportunity because I'm not here to throw a pity party and I'm not here to like be sappy about, oh, that was a missed opportunity. No, that's just the reality. So I didn't have the opportunity to meet my actual biological grandmother from my mom's side, who um, is named Cynthia. And I just, I wish that I got the opportunity to meet her because I just know that she would have been such a good person. Like, I just know it. You know what I mean? And I need to ask my mom more about those memories. Like, I need to, like, ask her about those memories of her so that I can have them as well. Okay, so when my mom's mother passed away, her aunt actually adopted her and her siblings. And so... The grandma that I know today in my heart um, was the grandma that raised my mother and her siblings. And so that's the grandma that I know. And so um, that grandma, Grandma Viv, Grandma Viv passed away when I was a very young age. You know what I mean? So all of my cousins, my sister, everybody in the family, they have all these different memories of grandma. They have these memories talking about what she used to do, how she used to love them, da 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 how sweet she was, how she did not play, so don't try her, but then at the same time, she was so compassionate and loving and, you know, just that grandma period like grandma Viv was that grandma everybody has all these different memories of grandma and I don't share the same sentiment I don't have that many memories of her because when I was with her I was so young but I do have the memories that people tell me and the very few memories that I know like say for instance like my grandma used to keep me when I was young like when I was a baby she was she was the first daycare that I went to but apparently I got kicked out from her daycare because I used to cry too much or something along the lines of that so I had to go to actual daycare but before I went to daycare I was with my grandma and she used to take care of me and so that was just that you know I'm I'm sure I was spoiled because she spoiled all the other grandchildren so I just know that for sure and it's like don't don't mess with her leave that baby alone like I just know that's something that came out of her mouth and so it was to the point where I didn't want to leave. Like, I love my grandma and my aunt so much. When my mom would come to pick me up, I would run and hide because I did not want to go with her because I love my grandma house. So, oh my, oh my gosh, I almost forgot. My grandma Viv taught me my left foot from my right, from my right foot. She's the one that taught me how to put my shoes on the right feet. And that is a big deal coming from a little kid who got shoes on her own feet talk about me ready 
But um, yeah, I remember this distinct memory of her telling me like, when you put the shoes together, if it has a hole, like a little gap in between it, that means that it's on the right foot. If you put them together and there is no space in between them, that means they're on the wrong foot. And so to this day, I remember that and I almost forgot it. I have all the pictures or some, most of the pictures of like her together at my birthday parties, sitting on the cool sipping a book wiser you know just hanging out I heard that she loved my dad which is cool I'm glad that she liked my dad and um yeah all the good memories I also remember um when I was little she used to pick me up from school and she would take me to the pop stove and that's where her her brothers used to hang out you know in the neighborhood and whatnot she would tell me go in pick what you want to get I picked what I wanted to pick sat there chill with her it was a cool time you know what I mean I remember her red Impala. I remember the house. What else do I remember? I remember just being in there. I just remember those small details. But a lot of my cousins and my sister, they have like memories of her and like, you know, just feels like they actually remember her presence. And I'm pretty sure that's probably why like, you know, it's just like, yeah. So... For my grandma Viv, I knew her and we were close, but I didn't have enough time to like really understand and really form those bonds and really like know her. And I wish that I got the opportunity to know her and for her to know me. You know what I mean? Because I feel like she would be really proud. And um, yeah, I'm not going to cry right now, but like, you know, now you see why I really want what's so bad because I know what it probably would have been like. Like, I know what it would have been like. And so that's why I want one so bad. You know what I mean? And then, um, staying on my mother's side to, like, go over that really, to just breeze by this really quickly. I do have a grandma, I guess you could say, a grandma by marriage, Grandma Jackie. But I just met her. <laughs> years ago I just met her but I didn't know her um growing up like so I didn't have that time to really form bonds with her because I did not know her growing up and you know what I mean I don't see her often so therefore it's really hard to maintain a relationship with someone that you don't see often and so with that I think that I could formulate a really good relationship with her, but it would take time, especially because of the type of individual that I am and how I form attachments to people is really about time. It's about, you know, consistency and proximity. That's really what will determine whether or not I will get close to you and whether or not I will form bonds with you is the proximity of it, the time of it. And then the consistency of it. You know what I mean? And I think I'm kind of like my grandpa too. Because he kind of seems like very like reserved and like it takes time to warm up. And so with that, I love her dearly and I really do like her. Like every time I see her, she's such a sweet soul. She's always just super calming. The other day she, not the other day, but like just a couple of weeks ago, she actually gifted us like these little like antique little dolls and stuff and I just thought that that was really sweet and really cool and so yeah she has a place in my heart but again what I'm really looking for is not just a grandma 
but the the relationship in which grandmas have like good grandmas i don't know about anybody else grandmas we got negative grandmas in the third you know what i mean i ain't talking about that i want a good grandma i want a grammy okay i want a grammy um so i just wanted to address that one so then moving on to my dad's side my dad's side grandma misa oh my gosh i love her so much she also passed away not too long ago i had time with her but not proximity with her you know what i mean so basically if you guys don't know because i already talked about this but i guess i'll reiterate it again um my dad is the the only person of his family in america the only gwen that i know the only gwen that's from my family is my dad like that's the only person from my dad's family that I know so I did not grow up with my Haitian side of my family my dad's side of my family I didn't I couldn't go to just walk down the road and go to my grandma's house like when I was little I got to go to grandma Viv's house because for like the longest time when I was very young she lived right behind me and, like, we lived right in front of her. So I could just cut through the path, go right to my Grammy house. Like, I have those vague memories of being able to do that. I just didn't get it to do it for as long. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't have all the memories. But I did get to do that. Excuse me. With my grandma on my dad's side, it was no none of that. I could not walk to the backyard. I would have to walk on water if I wanted to get to her because it, she lived in St. Martin um, my whole entire life. Before that, she lived in Haiti, but then they moved to St. Martin like when my dad was like a teen. So yeah, that's where she resided all her life. So growing up, again, I wasn't like immersed with my grandma and I just wish that that was my story but obviously my story is my story for a reason but I wish that that was my story that my grandma Misa lived here and you know I got to go over to her house she got to cook for me she got to teach me how to cook Haitian food she got to teach me how to speak Creole she got you know what I mean like I wish that that was my story that I can say that I can rely on my grandma and like go over to her house and like spend time with her. You know what I mean? And learn more about my culture and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Because I feel like grandmas along with mothers, like just the women of the family in general, fathers have a place and men and families have a place for sure. And they do play a significance. But I feel like Women, for some reason, are, like, the carriers of culture. Like, they are the carriers of culture. You want to know why I am so American and so black American? Because my mom raised me. She was a carrier of my culture. That's why I'm so attached to it. You know what I mean? So I felt like if I had my grandma here, I would just be like so much more immersed and I would just get to spend time with her and she would get to teach me certain stuff because I knew that she loved me so much and I loved her so much you know what I mean so anyways I think I only met my grandma Omisa like a total of like saw met whatever a total of maybe like five to six times I only remember four instances where I got to see her in person so the two instances was when I was like 
young like in my elementary school days and I I believe she came to uh to America twice her and my uncle came to visit my grandpa didn't get um didn't come much I think he only came once and that was when I was born he didn't come much because he didn't like um Como City say airplanes and I don't blame him but anyways, I think she came twice, and then I went twice to meet her in St. Martin. Once when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine or something like that. And then another time when I was like, I don't know, 15 or 16, I got to go see her in St. Martin. And so, no, no, I didn't get to see her the last time I went. I only saw her three times. Because when I went to St. Martin the second time, she had already passed away. She had already, she had already passed away. So I literally only got to see her three times. And I, I know that she came, I think, two other times before that. Once when I was like first born into the world, like maybe like one month after I was born. And then like another maybe maybe i know two for sure maybe a third time but that really does suck i like really was thinking that i remembered seeing her four times because of the second time that i went to saint martin and it was the first time so it was only the first time but even with those memories that i had i just my grammy always showed me love even though there was language barriers and cultural barriers and physical proximity barriers I never once doubted the fact that, like, my Grammy loved me. And I just have such close ties to her because I I don't know why. I just do. I have really, really close ties to her. And I remember my mom telling me this really cute story about, like, I asked her one day. Um, I was like, what did Grammy think of you when you first got with Papa? And she was like, I, th- I think she said something like, my grandma was a bit wary about my dad, like, you know, dating a, say, uh, an American. And so she was a bit, like, worried or worried or whatever. And she was like, she did not want him to, like, be with an American. And I can understand why, Grammy. I get you. I understand why. Because sometimes we be acting a fool. But, no, my mom is a good American. But, anyways, so, um, yeah, she was a little bit worried. But then when they told her the news... Um, later on that, you know, I was being born, I was conceived or whatever, I was about to be born. My mom was like, she instantly fell in love with me. She was so excited to meet me. And she literally like ran, hopped on a plane and ran to America to see me. And when she got here, like I'm her baby. And I just, I love that story so much. You know what I mean? And uh, like, you know what I mean? Like that was... And I loved her. And I remember the times that she would come and she'd say, oh, Mari, (laughs) she just hugged me so much. And the way that she loved my papa, like my papa, he was a baby. Like she loves like her kids uh, so much and just so sweet and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if I have like any distinct memories when I visit her in St. Martin. I mean, I have the story with my grandpa. Like, I think that was the first time that I was seeing him in person. And I threw... I'm sorry, my mom called me. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I left off with... um, I got to St. Martin. It was not even like... I don't even know. Not even a couple of hours after I got off the plane. 
but my my ears had the pressure they hadn't popped yet and I think what happened was I went to my Grammy's house ah I need to talk about my Grammy's house too and say Mariana Ah, anyway, so I went to my grandma's house. I think she fed us right when we got off the plane because you already know what time it is. We ate legume and rice and just it was so delicious. And then I think we went to go to my dad to my grandpa's job and I ended up throwing up over there because I was getting adjusted. So I guess that was funny. But yeah, I remember she did my hair when I went to St. Martin because, you know, you get in the salt water, whatever, you got to touch up your hair. So I think she twisted my hair. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can remember my grandma having any daughters. I think she had all sons. So that was like another thing, like maybe like she like got to also like, you know, raise a little girl or whatever. I guess I am, come on, CD, say famous today because everybody want to ring my line today. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry for being interrupted again. But, um, yeah, so the memories that I have with my grandma, you know, it wasn't really much because of, you know, the distance and proximity. And then when I was at home, she would call very often, you know what I mean, to check up on me and stuff like that, check up on my dad and my mom and things like that nature. But it just never really went in depth because of the language barrier. You know what I meant? Like I couldn't really like tell her about what's really going on in my life. And then she couldn't really tell me what's going on in her life. You know what I mean? But one thing that was for sure, that was never a mistake. That was never a question that I always knew for sure. And she always knew for sure for me was that I loved her and she loved me. So that's the story of my grandma Lisa. I mean, that's just period. I remember when she passed away and I first got the um, news that she passed away. Man, I cried. I cried because I was a lot older then like I still was young but I was a lot more older than when grandma Vivian passed away like I was in elementary when grandma Vivian passed away maybe like second grade or third grade so while I was sad and it hit me I didn't really understand the impact of it until later but when my grandma Omisa passed away I understood the impact of it and how it really like hurt you know what I mean and all I felt was like feelings of regret you know what I mean like feelings of regret of like I wish I had time, you know, because I always would be like, one day I'm going to learn Creole and I'm going to visit my Grammy and we're going to have conversations and I'm going to be with her and we're going to have a good time. And then, you know, she left and I couldn't do that. So then I vowed to do that. You know what I mean? I vowed to um learn Creole and just do some of those things and it's still something that is an aspiration of mine I just need to be more intentional about really upholding that vow that I made to myself that I made in honor of her you know what I mean but um so yeah so those were the little memories that I had with her and um again with all of my grandmas that I just mentioned I wish that these are my wishes, obviously, in no reality. My wish was that I had more time with them, closer proximity with them, and, like, just was able to have that time, that proximity, and that consistency to be able to form the bond that I know that we could have had. You know what I mean? 
But then let's move on to like grandma figures, which was like basically my grandma's, just like literally basically. So the first grandma figure that I had was, huh, it sucks. This feels like a really Debbie Downer, como se dice, because I'm just realizing that my other two grandma figures also passed away. And it's just like, I am not here for it. I don't want to be here for it, but this is the reality and it sucks. Um, but anyways, my other grandma figure, who was not necessarily like my biological grandma, but I, I consider her a grandma in my heart. You know what I mean? Was Miss Clayton. I love Miss Clayton. So Miss Clayton was, um, an old friend of my mom's. I think what happened is they used to work together and then Miss Clayton, uh, retired, but my mom just always was really, really close to her. I don't know. My mom always has like a lot of older friends. So I guess that's also where she gets a lot of wisdom from as well, because like that was just always the case. But let me tell you the memories that I, the memories that I remember of my grandma Clayton. I'm just calling her grandma Clayton because that's a period. That's who she was for real. Um, so anyways, let me tell you about her background first. Miss Clayton was a Jamaican English woman, so she had an accent, period. She was very much posh, very much classy, elegant, just regal. And then she was also Jamaican. So, like, that's just giving everything that it needs to give to the fullest of giving. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, I remember coming to her house a lot. We would go over there very frequently, like once a week almost, if not once a week, every two weeks. Like we was over there. That's why I consider her a grandma. Anyways, um I remember she used to always she taught me how to like be a lady. Like she taught me etiquette skills. Like she always had tea. So she would always make me tea. I never really drank it, but like, you know, tea. And then she always had fresh fruit. That was the only place that I ate fruit growing up. Like, I did not want no fruit from no other place other than Miss Clayton's house. Like, that's where I got my fruit from. It was straight from the farm. Basically, that's how I felt in my heart. Like, I wouldn't eat cantaloupe nowhere else but Miss Clayton's house. I would not eat bananas nowhere else but Miss Clayton's house. And I just think that that goes to say something. It goes to say something. I don't know what it goes to say, but I know it goes to say something. It goes to say that it was something about her fruit that was just different than the other fruits in the world. You know what I mean? Her brownies. She always made us sweets. I used to play with her dominoes. That was before I knew how to play dominoes, but I used to like stack them up and knock them over. So I remember distinctly playing dominoes. I remember this pom-pom that she had. I distinctly remember that, that she would let me play with. And then I would just go over there and I'd sit down and I'd play. Sometimes I would dread it because it's like, we don't got nothing to do over there really. But I had something to do. My sister kind of didn't like it a lot more than me because I was still young. So I was easily wooed by the dominoes and by the cheer pom-poms and all that kind of stuff and the cantaloupes. But I, I think that she kind of like was a little bit bored of it because she didn't really have anything to do. But anyways, that's besides the point. I remember, you know, when she passed away, uh, they had like an estate sale. And so uh, my mom inherited like some of her, como se dice, uh, what do you call it? Oh my gosh, my teeth feels weird. My mom inherited some of her tea cups, like classic tea cups and tea set and like classic sterling silver spoon mixers, all that good stuff. Like, Miss Clayton was posh. 
excuse me, I'm about to like, <laughs> I hate to say this, like this is so disgusting and I'm, I'm tempted not to say it, but I'm going to say it. Excuse me. I'm about to suck up snot. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly what I was going to do. Like I, I had to like take a moment to suck up some snot, but anyways, um, moving on. The last grandma figure that I feel that I have had in my life was Grandma Cook. And she was the one that passed away the most recently. And I would say out of all the grandmas that I've had, she was the one that I had the most time with. And that's crazy. Obviously, I didn't have too much like intimate time because she was my school's grandma so growing up this little private school that I used to go to grandma cook was there since the first day that I went there and she was there even before I went there and I went there for eight years and then onwards from being there eight years my nephew goes to that school and so I used to volunteer a lot because my high school was right around the corner so I was walked down to there so I would be with her then and then our church fellowship together so we would I would be with her often then you know again like I said I used to like uh, volunteer at the school so I was up I was with her around her up until just like maybe my junior year of high school that's when I really like um stop coming when I was a senior I kind of like my schedule was hectic so I didn't really go that often but I was going heavy from like como se dice como se dice freshman year to like junior year I was going pretty regularly so I was around her anyways so grandma cook I have to say I love grandma cook that was my grandma that was the school's grandma any anybody that went to ARC grandma was your grandma grandma cook was your grandma and I just love her so much like just the memories that I have with her it's just endless memories small memories you know what I mean of being around her you know it just is what it is. Okay, I'm going to just share a couple. So, I remember... <laughs> okay, so the first one I remember when I was a screenplay writer, like way back in the days, I really did write screenplays and I still do now. Um, Not as much anymore. But back in the days when I wrote my first screenplay, you know, we were preparing for the shooting of the movie, everything like that. We were like, Grandma, when we win this Oscar, we're going to shout it out to you. We're going to bring you the money. We're going to treat you right, Grandma. We're going to put you up. That's what Alvin was saying. We was promising her the world. Did we give her the world? No. But was we promising? Yes. And was she saying, okay, baby, I, <laughs> I understand? Yes. So <laughs> that was the first memory that came to mind of Grandma. The second memory that came to mind of Grandma that we all knew, me and Miranda would talk about it frequently, was that Grandma used to, like, try to guilt trip us from eating. <laughs> I don't know why. But lunchtime, Grandma would come around, and then she would, like, look over your shoulder and say, you gonna eat all that? Yes, Grandma, I'm going to eat most of these sandwiches. Yes, mm-hmm. you should be eating all that. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma, I, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to save it for later. Um, I remember when the boys used to massage her back. Like, you know, she would pull either Alvis over or Jesse over. I know Alvis really loved her. I hope that he's okay if he got, like, the news. Um, Obviously, we weren't as close to her as her literal grandchildren. Like, they know her, know her. Like, they was at her house. She took care of them. But still, like, she played a huge role. I've spent eight hours a day with her for eight years. I, you know what I mean? Like, that whole something, some weight. But I remember she would call the boys over to, like, 
uh, massage her shoulders, you know, she used to call people the wrong names and you would just answer because you knew exactly who she was talking to. So you just say, yes, ma'am. But she finally actually remembered my name, like up, like coming up towards like the end when I was like hanging out with her at ARC when I would come in like Como City say, uh, what do you call it? Uh, in, <laughs> not introvert, volunteer. She know, she knew who, exactly who I was. And I just, I loved her. And I also loved the relationship that she had with her daughter. Her grandma cook's relationship with her daughter, Miss Watson, who is the principal, is the principal in the school. Is I feel I see a parallel between their relationship and me and my mom's relationship because we're like very similar. Up until grandma's old age, her and Miss Watson were still close. I feel like that's exactly how I will be with my mother. I don't care how old I get, I'm just gonna be close to my mother in proximity and in relationship because that's just on absolute period. That's my mama, period. You know what I mean? So everywhere Miss Watson was, Grandma Cooks was there helping her, supporting her, encouraging her while she's running the school, doing her thing. And I just see that same thing with me and my mom. Like I know that my mom is gonna be there. There, cheering me on with whatever endeavor I'm doing in my life in my life whatever road that I'm going down she's gonna be there helping me supporting me being there for me guiding me and that's on period and that's just all I have to say but yeah loved grandma cook I loved everything about grandma cook the way that she loved Jesus the way that all of my grandmas love Jesus that was just on period and I'm just yeah like just and when I tell you grandma cook aged so well she aged so well like fine wine like grandma cook was I believe about near her 90s and she lived a really really long life and I can como se say infer that it was a good life a valuable life and she influenced so many people she took care of so much so many people like when I tell you I knew her from pre-K when I was three or four years old up until the time that I was 18 years old. You know what I mean? Like, that is a, that's literally the lifespan of what you would know a, a regular grandma, nearly. And I know all the little kids left her. My nephew got to experience Grandma Cook. Like, that's like a big deal for her to know so many generations and for her to have been the grandma of the school again so patient so kind so um yeah that was my TED talk about all of the grandma figures that I have had and the grandma figures that you know yeah I they have been figures and were literally my grandmas and um yeah and um for many of them I feel as though they were taken super soon um I say that in the most selfish way possible I feel as though they were like taken so soon and I wish that I just had more time more proximity more opportunity to build those relationships because as you've seen by what I have described these were good grandmas that's just an absolute period no thought about it you know what I mean like they were good people good women just caring women and I just know I just know if I had the proximity, if I had the como se dice time, the consistency, we would have what we needed to have. Like, I just know it. And so with that being going forward, now that I am 
grandmotherless on the physical realm, not in the spiritual realm, not in my heart. All of my grandmas are still my grandmothers in my heart and they still stand there firmly. But I want a grandma so bad. So I'm putting out a petition for anybody who got good grandmas. I want to know them, okay? I want your grandma to be my grandma if you got a good grandma. Specifically, I am looking for, first and foremost, I'm looking for African-American grandma. I'm looking for a black grandma, okay? That can play the role of, (laughs) not play the role, I'm sorry, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I want an African-American grandma first, and then first up again is I want a Haitian grandma, If you have a Haitian grandmother that is a good Haitian grandmother, I need her right now to feel and to be my grandmother, okay? I need her to love me, to care for me, to support me, to teach me how to cook Haitian food, and to teach me how to speak Creole, and to give me Haitian wisdom. I need it. I need it in my life. I need a black Southern grandma who can teach me how to cook soul food. I need it. I need the wisdom. I need the Como CD say catchphrase. I'm telling you right now. Can't nobody top the catchphrases that grandmas have to say. I'm telling you this right now. Like the phrases that grandmas be coming up with. I'm going to say it like that. I believe it like that. Is the elephant heavy? Like Southern grandmas, by the way, Southern. I don't know. I'm from Florida. We're not that Southern, but at the same time, we Southern enough. You know what I mean? Like that. It's something about come on, city. It's something about a grandmother, right? But because I'm black, there's something about a black grandmother because she can she can relate. She can relate. Who can relate? A black grandma to me. That's what this is to me. So that's what I need, and I need one from each of my backgrounds. I need a black grandma from uh, American background. I need a black grandma from Haitian background. I need it, and then from there we can have all the other grandmas that are there. I I want a Jamaican grandma so bad. Like I love patois. Teach me it. I want to know if you have any other grandma, a sweet white grandmama, I want to know her too. I just know that I would like her if she is a sweet, nice, good lady, a good lady. That's what I want. I just want character. It doesn't matter who they look like, what they is, what their backgrounds really at the end of the day. I just want a grandma so bad. Really. Really, I said all that, but like when it really comes down to it, like I said before, what it really is about is the essence of it. Like when you think of grandma, you're not really thinking of the shell. You're thinking of the being. You're thinking of someone who's compassionate, who's loving, who's nurturing, who's wise, who's kind, who is there. Like, that's who I want. They don't have to be perfect. Like, I'm not trying to say, oh, I need a perfect grandma that's never done nothing wrong. Like, no, that's the best grandmas to have is people who have passed. But just good, good grandmother. That's what I want. So, again, I am putting this out right here, right now. I'm taking all applications for grandmothers. Whoever got a grandma, whoever y'all recommend to be my grandma, I am taking recommendations right now. If y'all have good grandmas that is looking for another grandchild, I am here. I will come over. I will help her do whatever she needs to do. I will I will I will take care of her. I will. I will hang out with her. I need a grandma. And that's just on period. I want one so bad. I want one so bad because I just know what it could be. I feel like I know what it could be. I'm okay 
I'm okay without one because I've been living without one for some years now without, you know, the opportunity to build that close in that proximity and that relationship with consistency. I've been doing okay and I have a really good mother. I have a good mother and I have a good dad. So I'm okay, but what I would like if I had the choice, if I still have the opportunity, give me a grandma. I want one bad. And that's just on period. I'm going to stop ranting about this because it's enough. But if I'm telling y'all again, if y'all have good grandmas, I don't care who they are. I don't care where they come from. If they are a good grandmother, give them to me. Give them to me. Give them to me. Give them them to me. Like, I I will do what needs to be done. Like, I will not make them disappointed. I will make them proud. Like, what? It really grandmas like are really easy to please you don't have to do nothing you really don't have to do nothing and the grandma will like love you and that's what I'm talking about that's what I'm talking about like that's what I need I mean I still want her to have standards but at the same time grandmas like are very like understanding and they're here for the journey and that's what I love about grandma but anyways that is the third and final time that I have been interrupted for this day I will no longer be interrupted that is my cue to leave that is my cue to leave so what am I gonna do I am going to leave so with all that being said you now know why I want a grandma so bad you now know the reason why I've had great grandmas I've had experiences with great grandmas I just haven't had enough experiences experiences with great grandmas so I'm still taking applications that's why I want a grandma so bad now you know the story now you know one of my heart's deepest desires and I'm just hoping and praying Lord send me one so bad because I need one I need a mentor (sighs) But yeah, that's all I'm going to say for today. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. Do y'all have grandmas? Do y'all not have grandmas? Can y'all relate to that feeling of wanting to like flex? Not really wanting to flex because that seems like really like, como se dice, like top notch. And it's like, I want to be down to earth. I don't want to be shallow. But do y'all, can y'all ever relate to that feeling of like, wanting to have that relationship with someone that like grandmother grandchild relationship with someone you know what I mean like that's something that I never really had the fullest chance to get I've had the chance but just not the longest chance the fullest experience and so I would love to have that I still long for that and that's like for real that's real talk so um yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I don't know why I'm talking in circles. I'm going to get off. As always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a godsend perspective to you and everyone that you know. And grandmas to you and everyone that you know. <laughs> Good grandmas to you and everyone that you know. And until next time, bye.